Hi, this is Maddie Rose, host of The Fame Game, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Lauren Spirer. She is 20 years old and went missing from Bloomington, Indiana, June 3rd, 2011, at 4.30 a.m. She is Caucasian, 4'11", 95 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. She was wearing a white tank top, a white button-down shirt, and full-length black spandex pants. If you know of Lauren's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline, 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Lauren, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Jacob Lattimore with a question from my fans on Voice America Kids. Do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar? If you're the ages between 8 and 12 years old, then step up to the microphone. You could win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Welcome to the program. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today, we will be talking about the Big Island Film Festival and the Ice Age Theater at the San Diego Zoo. Plus, we will be reviewing the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, Battleship and Babe. So right now, I have with me Cheyenne. How are you doing today, Cheyenne? I'm great. How about you? I'm doing well. So... Right now, we're going to be talking about the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, and I am personally a mega fan of SpongeBob. He's my favorite little square dude, and I love the movie. So, Cheyenne, can you tell me a little bit about the storyline of this film? Well, SpongeBob is so excited to be, like, manager of the month, and he has, like, all these records, and then, um, and then... Mr. Krabs announced Squidward to be manager, and so he he's Mr. Krabs calling SpongeBob a kid, and so like he's all bummed out, and and then the king's King Neptune's crown got stolen by Plankton, and then SpongeBob uh, was trying to prove that kids can do things like being a manager of the month, going to Shell City and saving things. Mm hmm. Absolutely. So what do you think about this film? What are your initial thoughts? I thought it it, it inspires kids. Like, I'm, I'm short, but I could do, like, like, monkey bars. I could do stuff like other people, like SpongeBob could be manager of the month, at, like, and mm -hmm. he could do, yeah. Absolutely. And he's sort of trying to prove himself, like, hey, just because I'm a kid doesn't mean I can't do everything else that anybody else can do. And yeah. Um, so do you have maybe a favorite scene or character in this film? My favorite scene would have to be when he had victory that SpongeBob and Patrick got the crown and then they don't have to like, and King Neptune doesn't have to kill Mr. Krabs because Plankton, um, Plankton made it sound like Mr. Krabs did it. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And do you have a favorite character? It has to be the princess of the king because she 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 helps them with their journey, which the dad doesn't want it with but her dad doesn't want her to do it. And she gives her she gives them all the tools that they need to survive and like a car and a bag of wind to send them back to their bikini bottom and and, like, she tells them, I have mermaid magic. And because, like, the SpongeBob Patrick said, we're, we're kids. Mr. Krabs is right. 
she and then she pops up and then she she did her like her mermaid magic which she kind of lied to mm -hmm. and then put like mustaches on them make them feel like they're men yeah and, and it was like, really just seaweed yeah <laughs> yeah and i so, remember like, that so they cheer she cheers her she cheers them up mm -hmm. Yeah, she helps them, even though her father's like, no, you cannot help these people. And that's what I like about her, because she does the right thing, even though her father doesn't want her to. Yeah. I think, well, I love SpongeBob, obviously, so, like, he's definitely, like, one of my favorite characters. But I think Patrick is, like, just, I don't know, he's just so awesome, because he's, like, so dumb, but that's what's so funny about him. Like, he's just so easily amused, and I love that about him. And I, I think I think my favorite um, scenes in this film, I have so many. I love the whole movie. I'm, like, such a kid about this movie. I'm like, oh, my God, SpongeBob, yay. But um, I love the Goofy Goober scene. Like, yeah. me and my friends will just dance around singing, like, I'm a Goofy Goober, yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, I just love that scene. I think it's so funny. Yeah, my and... friends and I sing the Goofy Goober song every time during recess. <laughs> and then I really like um, the scene when with like David Hasselhoff I think that's really funny because David Hasselhoff is just like hilarious I don't know I just think he's funny and then I really like um when Patrick is like falling in love with the princess and he's like she's hot and he's like so in love with her I think it's so funny because yeah, yeah I just think that's very funny yeah because whenever he, um, she see, he sees the mermaid he's like you're pretty. And then when SpongeBob pulls his pants down, we're kids. You have goofy goober underwear. And then she pops up. And then the mermaid pops up. And then Patch is like, did you see my underwear? She's like, no. Okay, good. You're cute. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> totally love struck about her. Yeah. You're listening to The Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we will be talking about the Big Island Film Festival and the Ice Age Theater at San Diego Zoo. Plus, we will be reviewing the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, Battleship and Babe. So right now we're talking about the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, and I have with me Cheyenne. And um, she was just, we were just talking all about our favorite characters and favorite scenes. And like I was saying, I love the whole movie. I'm like... I'm just, I'm obsessed with Spongebob Squarepants. Like, me and my little brother will just, on the weekends, we'll just, like, sit on the couch and watch that for, like, hours. So, Cheyenne, can you tell us what you thought about, you know, how many stars you think you would give this film? I would give this five because pretty much everybody loves Spongebob. And that's, like, like 30 Spongebob episodes combined that makes it so awesome. And... And the animation was very great. Nothing had a blur. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I would give this film five stars. And the animation was good as well because, you know, it's cartoons and it's just like how it is in the SpongeBob um, episodes, like the television series, which I thought was cool. And then I also thought what was cool about, like, the visuals is that when they went to Shell City, it was like everything around them was real life. And it was like a real life shop. But then... um they were like cartoons and I thought that was really cool yeah and then water comes up and then they become the cartoon mm -hmm. they become like the cartoon like Spongebob and Patrick and then they they like defeat the evil Cyclops that make that made them die mm -hmm. it's pretty funny cool. I think it's very funny so what age group would you recommend this film for I would give this age group six to 14 mm -hmm. because language a little harsh <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah I think well something that's kind of like good about that is because like for little kids the language mostly just like goes over their head like and they don't understand but then having like th that like crude humor I think is good because um because they can be like it's good for the adults and the adults can watch it and laugh at it and like get the jokes and everything, which I think is kind of funny. So can you tell us what morals or messages this film gives out? Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you can't do things like adult. Mm -hmm. And anything else? And that you could save a person's life and not say, oh, I can't save my mom. But you can. It, everything is possible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, since, do you watch the SpongeBob SquarePants um, television series? Yes, it's, I just love it. I just fall in love with it one time. I just fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. First time I saw it, I'm like, 
SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. And um, can you tell me what your all-time favorite SpongeBob episode is? Uh, there's so many I watch, and I love them both. I love them all. No, I I have to say my favorite has to be the Goofy Goober episode when mm-hmm. they get when they have like a CD, they jump up and down. Oh, I'm a goofy goober, yeah. And it's just so hilarious because they they seem like they seem like full edge adults, but then when you see them with goofy goober stuff, they like act like they're like two. <laughs> mhm. I think my all time favorite episode, like like you said, there's so many episodes that I just absolutely love. But I think my all time favorite episode is um the one where like they all um end up on like the surfer's island and Johnny Depp is there and I think it's so funny like Johnny Depp plays the voice of one of the surfers and I think it's like so funny because they're like trying to surf and like trying to understand like surfer code and it's so funny I have another favorite episode is like it's when Spongebob and Patrick try to like swim because they can't and then the lifeguard pops up. It's like, "Hey, I could teach you how to swim." And then be, and then every in bikini bottom, every lifeguard puts sunblock on its nose. Oh yeah, so, yeah. And then, then he, they train them by swimming in a kiddie pool. And it's so funny because they have floaties on them too. In that like little ducky thing that goes around your waist, they have that. And they're like, they're like, "I'm still swimming." <laughs> Yeah, I totally get that. I like mm-hmm. like we were saying, we love all of the SpongeBob episodes and the SpongeBob movie is for everyone whether you're young or old, whether you're new to SpongeBob or you've been watching it your whole life, you should definitely watch it. Well, it looks like we're out of time. Let's take a break. I'm Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attraction. Cheyenne, thanks for talking to us about the SpongeBob SquarePants movie and you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. 
You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now let's discuss Babe, and we have with us Morgan. So how are you doing today, Morgan? I'm doing very well. Awesome. So why don't you tell me a little bit about this movie and, you know, what you like about it? Well, actually, this movie is about a little pig which actually gets orphaned because all his family actually gets taken away by farmers to be for bacon and the endless pearl of the pressures, which we actually eat the pig. Mm-hmm. But it's different with Bay because he's actually raised as a farm with a farmer, but the farmer actually doesn't cook him at all. It's like more like he thinks that he's a sheepdog than anything. Mm-hmm. And it's funny the reason that I like this movie is because it actually is not a cartoon. It's real. It's like, oh my goodness, I feel like I'm actually believing that dogs, cats, and everything's talking. I believe that animals can talk. Yeah, that's what I really love about, like, all of the Babe movies, especially, like, Babe, Pig in the City, when, um, like, it's a, like, it's an older movie. It's not, like, super, super old, but it's definitely an older movie, and they didn't have as much as the technology that we have now, and so I think it's so cool how, like, fantastic the special effects look for the animals talking, because, like you said, it does really look like all of these horses and pigs and dogs and cats are really talking. So, do you think you have uh, a yeah. favorite scene in this film? My favorite scene was when Babe actually scares the whoops away so the sheep would not get eaten. But it's kind of a sad story. It's kind of sad at that moment also because one of the sheep, which was his friend, actually dies. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, very sad. But, I mean, at least he protected the other sheep, you know? At least he tried yep. really hard, yeah. Which is very, very brave of him. Because I think if I was a little pig, I would probably, like, run away and hide somewhere. Really? I'm not afraid of anything. I'd probably tear those. I would tear them up apart in 3,000 little pieces. Oh, really? Well, you must be a very, very vicious little pig. My, my, also my favorite little thing was when they, um, had the little mice. That was so cute. And also when they were singing. Yeah, I, like, I love the little mice. I think it's so funny because the little mice sort of, like, segue the different scenes and, like, the different parts of the movie. So it's, like, a really nice transition, isn't it? Yes, it's, like, they're really navigating and they're, like, this is the part. And they're actually reading. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, oh, yay, I finally don't have to read a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So can you tell me your favorite character in this movie? Would my favorite character would have to be Babe. And why is he your favorite character? Because he's so cute and so little. Mm-hmm. But actually, what I really like about him is because he's actually the main lead in this. Mm-hmm. And he's brave, and I'm brave. So we probably have a relationship to that. Mm-hmm. So you think you sort of relate to Babe? Yeah. That's awesome. I definitely think I could see you relating to Babe because, like, it's awesome to watch a movie and relate to a character, even if the character is an animal, like in this case, a pig. And you're obviously not a little pink pig, but you definitely could relate (laughs) to his characteristics. Well, you know, the funny thing about it is because you can't get um, Babe's autograph because he's actually, he's not going to be here. He's actually... A pig. He mm-hmm. can't sign on graphs. Yeah. Um, actually, Jim Henson created the Muppets, and he also created all the pigs and sheeps and everything. So he actually created all of the characters and all the animals. Oh, that's awesome. So can you tell me how many stars you would give this film on a scale of one to five? I really think it should be all five twinkling stars out of most of them. Mm-hmm. And why do you think it should be that many stars? 
because actually my uh, mother's mother actually liked it, and she gave it five twinkling stars, and I actually really liked it and got really entertained by this movie, and I said, you know what, I really like this just as much as her mother does, so I'll give it five twinkling stars for her. Well, I love that you gave it five twinkling stars, and, and I, think- I think it's it's for all the ages through probably every single age there is. This is a really four to one hundred because it's really just like a family pleasant ride, and it's actually it's not that much of like you know a mean film and your kids can't watch it. It's more of like a a film that doesn't include that much drama. It's like really it's just like uh, fun and innocent. Yeah. Absolutely. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we will be talking about the Big Island Film Fest and the Ice Age Theater at the San Diego Zoo. Plus, we will be reviewing Battleship and Babe. So right now, we are talking about Babe, and we have Morgan with us, and she was just telling me that she thinks that this film is for ages 4 to 100 because it's perfect for everyone. There's not too much drama. You know, it's just a really innocent fun, classic movie for everyone. So, Morgan, can you tell us any more scenes that you really like from this film? Well, I might say also my other favorite character is the cute little puppies, and I like them because they're just, like, so fun and loving, and they're really, like, entertaining to watch, but the sad part is when they have to go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I think that would be sad to see a character that you really like has to leave. I know. But Babe never leaves. Mm-hmm. And can you tell us a little bit more about some of the heroic things that Babe does in this film? Well, he's really brave. And one of the heroic things is that what he does is heroic thing. Wait, what do you mean by heroic? Like, what is something that he does that's really, really brave to help save everyone? Maybe one of the things that really is brave is really just, I might say, when he actually goes to talk to the main sheep. Mm-hmm, when he goes to talk to the main sheep. And what about that makes him very brave? He, try, he tries kindness and tries to be nice, mm-hmm. other than biting and scratching in. Mm-hmm. So like he tries to be gentle at first? Yeah, but the, it he actually tries being a little mean, but then it actually he his friend actually tells him be nice, so he actually tries to be nice, and that actually works with the sheep. Also, then there's two different relations because the dogs are mean, but he's sweet, and then when he actually goes to a competition, it's kind of like what the sheep don't understand it, and they keep on saying bah, bah. But then he actually tells them the code, and it's like the secret secret sheep code, so they actually understand what he means. That's awesome. And can you tell us some of the lessons that this film teach teaches? It te- it teaches you never to be afraid, and it also teaches you this. Since Babe actually runs away, it actually teaches you something that's really don't run away. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But but also teaches you this that I think is really cring occurring and most of people do have it, but it's it's really about that you really need kindness. It teaches you how to be kind. Absolutely. It sounds definitely like it's all about being kind and not, you know it sometimes when somebody's not listening to you, you definitely wanna like raise your voice or sort of be like hey why aren't you like doing what I'm telling you or why aren't you listening to me and really the way to get through to them is kindness sometimes actually a problem is because you're not being kind to them and they're not listening to you because you're yelling their voice and everything and sometimes if someone's like being mean to you and you're mean back to them then the other person will just be even more mean to you and you'll be even more mean to them so really the only way to solve the problem is to be kind and that's definitely something that's very important to teach young kids which I think is cool that you were able to learn that through this movie. So yes. do you think you would recommend this film for any of your friends or classmates? I might say one of my friends would really need to do this, which is probably my friend Taylor. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of children would love this. 
That's awesome. Well, it sounds like a fantastic movie. It looks like we're out of time for this segment, but Morgan, thank you so much for telling us all about Babe, the adorable film about the pig who wanted to be a sheepdog. Let's take a break. I'm Raven Devaney from Fox Coming Attractions. Thank you. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the kids' first film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. And welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. We have with us Anthony Ronda right now, and we are going to be talking about the Ice Age Theater at the San Diego Zoo. So, Anthony, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So, this, uh, at the San Diego Zoo, they just opened a new 4D theater for the celebration of the new Ice Age movie, Continental Drift, and at the 4D Theater, they let us watch um, Ice Age, Dawn of the Dinosaurs, Mm -hmm. and it was really cool with all the, like, the motion, and, like, some sprayed us in the face, there was different scents, there was snow. Um, Yeah, I love 4D theaters, they're so cool. And... When you watched um, Ice Age Dawn of the Dinosaurs, was it the full-length film or just, like, a short part of the film? It was only a short part of the film. It was, like, a 15-minute scene. Mm-hmm. Um, they only played certain parts. Yeah. So, uh, could I tell everyone my favorite part of the, about that? Yes, go ahead and tell us your favorite One part. One part was when the plant that eats up, um, like, that tries to eat the the mammal, the elephant, mm-hmm. and the tiger, I think, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. 
Um, then when it started, it was getting ready to explode, right? When it did, water sprayed in our faces for the replacement of the slime. Oh my gosh, that sounds so cool. Yeah, I love 4D theaters. I think if it was a full-length film, though, I'd get a little bit dizzy because, like, the seats move and they rock around and stuff. Um, but and, yeah. Yeah, and there's um, a 4D theater in Denver at the aquarium that does, like, different films, and their latest one is, like, SpongeBob SquarePants, and it's so fun. It's, like, so fun. So I just, I love 4D theaters. I think they're so cool. I wish all movie theaters were like that, honestly. So can you tell me what it was like to be one of the very first people to go to the new um, Ice Age Theater at the San Diego Zoo? Well, I thought it was awesome because we got these little tags and these little cards that says not for sale. Mm-hmm. So they got we got these for free because um, so that's like our pass to show people. And then we can get on rides for free, like the bus or uh, the sky ride. Mm-hmm. And we also our neck that we had this little neck pass that told them about the 4D theater. And they said that we could get on the bus for free with it. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember um, when I went to the Harry Potter World at the Orlando theme parks at like the Universal Studios theme parks. I got a little like um, pass to wear around my neck and I could like do everything in the park, which was awesome. So it's kind of the perks of being a kids first film critic because you get to do a bunch of stuff that lots of other people wouldn't get to do. And it's very, very fun. So can, can you tell us about all of the people that were at the 4D theater? Well, there were lots of people. Um, There was also one person who is on a cartoon show who is named uh, Kiki Palmer. Mm -hmm. I love her. Did you get to, did you see her? uh, Yes, I did see her, but I got close to interviewing her, but then she left, so I couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't interview her. That happens sometimes, though, because stars are, like, so busy and they have lots of different people to talk to and not a lot of time. So can you tell us what age you would recommend the 4D theater for? I'd say probably all ages because the emotion is perfect and I think most people would like it except for at the very end which might scare just a little bit, mm-hmm. just might scare younger pe- um, kids a little bit, but I think it's still fine for all ages. Yeah, well, and definitely with the 40 theaters, they have warnings for, like, if you're under a certain age that they don't recommend it for you because, um, like, the rocking around might be a little bit scary to some of the kids and, you know, like having stuff sprayed in your face might be a little bit startling. So it might be for kids that are like around your age and my age and adults and stuff. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are talking about the Ice Age Theater at the San Diego Zoo. Plus, we are reviewing Battleship. And right now we're talking about the Ice Age Theater, which is a 40 theater, and our very own Anthony Aranda got to go um, watch part of Ice Age Dawn of the Dinosaurs there. He's talking Ooh. to me all about it. Yes, it sounds very, very exciting. So can you tell me some of the things that you maybe would want to change about the 4D theater? Hmm, something that, well, what I would like to change, this is in my opinion, if they could show probably the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Because then you could have it and and. Um, in the 4D theater, there's doors that open by itself and close by itself. I wish they could just be regular door, regular doors. So if you want to leave, you can just leave. Mm-hmm. It doesn't open up the door. If you get in, it closes the doors and doesn't open till the movie's done. Mm-hmm. And once the movie is getting ready to start, they let you in. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, uh, I just wish it could be regular yeah you would like it a little bit better if it was yeah Mm -hmm. so anthony who did you go to the 40 theater with i went with uh my mom my brother and my sister and my mom's friend uh we had lots of fun there um and after we had lots of fun at the zoo seeing all different kinds of animals 
That's awesome. Yeah, I love like going to the zoos because like, you know, I live in Colorado and we obviously don't have like giraffes and lions in Colorado. If we did, that would be a little bit odd. But um, I think it's kind of cool because you get to go to the zoo and see all these different exotic creatures that you wouldn't always get to see. And it's very, very fun to, you know, learn about them. And I love the zoo. But so and, uh, can I say one? Um, there was one animal at the zoo. They brought it out, but no one knew what it was. Mm-hmm. It's one animal that it's the only animal that's in a zoo that does not live in Australia. It's just there's only one of them that live in a different country than Australia. And what animal was that? And I can't remember the name. No one knew it, so it's hard to remember. Yeah, you didn't really know what it was. No. Well, that's interesting. So you went with your little brother and little sister. How old are they again? Oh, uh, my little brother, he's six. Well, now he just turned seven, and my sister just turned four. So what did they think of the 40 Theater? Was it, you know, what, what did they think of it? They thought it was awesome. And also my sister, he, even though sometimes she got scared of when it sprayed her in the face, mm-hmm. she still liked it. That's awesome. And what did your parents think of it? Uh, my parents, they thought it was cool. They just didn't like getting sprayed in the face. <laughs> yeah, I think that's one of the best parts about like a 4D theater because it's like, I think it's super cool that your chair moves and stuff, but it really makes you feel like you're in the movie when there's actually stuff that's like coming out at you and like, getting you and I think that's super fun so how many stars do you think you would give your experience at the San Diego Zoo and the 40 theater uh probably out of five I would give it four because um I really wanted to see the whole movie (laughs) yeah I would probably just give it four Mm -hmm. but you really liked it otherwise yes Mm-hmm. I think that's something that's like bad about like everything that you really like is that once it's over you're like oh I just wanted it to be a little bit longer like if you really like a roller coaster that's like two minutes long you wish it was like five minutes long or if you see a movie that you really like you want it to be longer and just keep going so I think that's the downside to really liking anything. So can you tell me what you think about the Ice Age, um, all of the movies? You know, like we were saying, um, Ice Age Continental Drift is coming out very soon on July 13th in theaters. So can you tell me what you think about all of the previous Ice Age films? I thought all of the Ice Age films were really, really good of what, um, when they came out, they were surprising to other people. They never knew about the movie. Now everyone knows about it. And at the 4D Theater, there's a screen outside that you're allowed to watch that shows every single um, film, like those crazy tunes before the movies. That's awesome. Some of those, like, the crazy um, when Scrat, he's with, he's with his acorn, and then it yeah. keeps on flying around. That's awesome. They showed every single one put together. (laughs) Cool. Well, Anthony, thank you so much for telling us about the 4D Theater at the San Diego Zoo. And be sure to go see Continental Drift when it comes out in theaters on July 13th. And definitely go to the San Diego Zoo to see all of the exotic animals and even the animals that we don't even remember their names because they're so exotic. Anthony, thank you so much. Let's take a break. I'm Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. 
Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now let's discuss the new film, Battleship, and we have again with us Anthony. So, Anthony, can you tell me a little bit about this movie? Yes, well, this movie is all about some, um, a person who at first sees a girl who he really likes, and then he gets in this incident by the police and his brother makes him join the Navy. So they have to go up against these aliens that they contacted to see if anyone lived on it. And so it looks like someone contacted back by coming to their Earth. And any metal they found that they wouldn't make, that they wouldn't really make, they destroyed. And they had these little sensors to tell if a human was good or bad. They d- they killed any person who was bad. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds so, like a very, very intense action movie. Could you tell me what you thought about it? I thought this w- movie was great. It was so funny. There was so much action. And with all of the parts where, like, something was about to happen, it really scares you at first, and then you find out nothing's really nothing's really happening and then a ship gets destroyed they had three ships that got um two ships first got destroyed and then a third one did but luckily some people survived but mm-hmm. not all yeah and can you tell me a little bit about the acting i know that rihanna who is a very famous pop singer is in this movie and it's her very first film and i am a huge fan of rihanna's music um anthony you might not be cuz you're a little bit younger but can you tell me how her performance was? I thought she was a really good character of how she stood up and helped out. Mm-hmm. So I thought she was a good character to be in this movie. That's awesome. And can you tell me if you have maybe a favorite character or scene in this film? Oh, okay. I'm just going to tell you my favorite scene. Mm-hmm is when the person who has to join the Navy, well, when he saw the pretty girl, he went over and 
um, she wanted some food and the chef said the kitchen was closed. So he said he would get it for her, went to the nearest shop. It was closed. He went on the roof, broke the roof, went in, got her food, then got out, then fell back down through the roof. Oh, my goodness. got back out, and then the police was chasing him. So then they shot him with a taser. It hasn't tasered him yet. Then he gave the girl her food, and then they tasered him. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that sounds a little bit funny and tragic and very action-packed. So this film is rated PG-13, right? Yes. And like we were saying, you're 9, almost 10. Do you think, um, and you saw this with your little brother who just turned 7, so can you tell me if you think there were any parts that were a little bit inappropriate for your age or maybe other kids your age? Yeah, some kids uh, my age might think it's kind of weird, and they might not like it, but I know lots of people who are my age and love this movie. Mm -hmm. So I think that most likely people my age would love this. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, when I was, gosh, I've been watching PG-13 movies pretty much my my entire life. Um, But, like, when I was 11, I started, like, that's, like, pretty much all I would watch was PG-13 movies, and I definitely know that some of my friends who were my age wouldn't, like, it would be a little bit inappropriate for them, but then some of my other friends and for myself, it's, like, we're used to it, and so same with my brother, who's um, seven as well, you know, having an older sister, he watches a bunch of PG-13 movies with me, so I think it really just depends on what you've been exposed to. So can you tell me if there was something about this film that you might have changed? Something about this that I might have changed? Well, probably, uh, I don't think anything, really. You like so, it? That's awesome. I, I, I love this. Awesome. Well, you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are reviewing Battleship. So right now we are talking with Anthony and he just saw this film Battleship and I really, really want to see it. So Anthony, do you think that this movie would be good for me? Do you think I'd like this film? Yeah, I think you would like this film because this film is really, really cool with all of the action and how it is. So I think that someone your age might like this. That's awesome. Okay, so like we were saying, this film has a bunch of action um, and, you know, lots of battling and there's aliens and people fighting against each other. But do you think there's any other emotions like comedy or romance or anything else? Probably comedy because there were some funny things that people said, but I just can't remember them. Mm -hmm. Just lots, lots of people said funny things and so... I think there would be probably comedy in this movie. Awesome. And do you think that this film was a little bit dramatic, too? Because, you know, when people are, like, fighting for their lives, it's all dramatic. Kind of, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it was mostly action. Yeah. So did you relate to the story in any way? Or was there maybe a specific scene that you related to or a character that you related to? I don't think I really related to anything except that I like having action and I would like to go on a ship to risk my life to save the world. Mm -hmm. And did you go see this with your mom or dad? Oh, not really, no. I went with, um, it was my dad's friend. Mm -hmm. And did he like this film? Do you think that adults would like this film as well? Yes, I think adults would like this film as well, because he thought it was awesome, too. Mm -hmm. So, you come from a military family, right? Yes. So, did you relate to this story in any way, like, from that standpoint, or do you think that your parents might be able to relate to some of the characters? Well, I'm not really sure if I could relate, um, or any of my parents could it, they do have lots of action. It's just that they want they don't do all of this. Mm-hmm. They don't do everything in this movie. Mm-hmm. So they definitely don't fight aliens. That's for sure. No, <laughs> this movie's fiction. Mm-hmm. And do you think that um, 
some of the like do you think that the special effects for the aliens and the cgi for the aliens was good yes i thought they made the aliens look pretty lifelike but then like they can't see through the light that when they see light they go completely blind oh my goodness so i'm glad did you think um i'm glad that you thought that the aliens look lifelike but do you think that the um CGI for the aliens blended well with the live action of all the people fighting and stuff? Yeah, I think they work perfectly, but you can't see their bodies. They have these suits that protect them from the sun, Mm -hmm. and so people can't really see how they look. Yeah, they're sort of like hidden? Yes. Mm -hmm. And can you tell me anything about the soundtrack of this film? I know it's an action adventure, so the music has to be pretty intense, but can you tell me what you thought about it? I thought this was good with all everything that it did, the sound effects and everything, because the sound effects, it was kind of quiet sometimes when something like grabbed a person Mm -hmm. or two. So I thought that the sound effects went good with the movie. And were there certain parts of the film that were like intense for you or your brother that like scared you? Not that much, no, but it might have been kind of scary to other people. If my sister probably came, she wouldn't have liked this movie at all. Yeah, I think if, like, a four-year-old little girl went to go see an action-adventure movie about aliens, I I mean, if I was that little girl, I'd get pretty scared, honestly. (laughs) So, can you tell me a little bit about some of the other things in this film that you liked or something else that really stood out to you from this film? Well, what I'm saying something that really stood out to me is how all of those crewmates risked their lives to try and save the world. Lots of them survived, but some of them did. Well, actually, lots of them died, but mm-hmm. some of them lived. Absolutely. But it was scary of how all of most of them just got blown up by the aliens. Yeah, so you think that it was very heroic of them? Yes. Well, that's fantastic. Anthony, thank you so much for telling us all about Battleship. So be sure to go see it in a theater near you. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. You can experience more Kids First fun, watch our film reviews, and see your favorite up-and-coming film critics by going to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm Raven Devaney signing out, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week.